welcome to Getting Rich the Hard Way. This is your host, Skylar. Welcome back, everybody. Um, so, sorry for like the dramatic introduction. Um, so, and there's a little bit of a reason for that. Today, we're going to be talking about like estate planning, uh, trusts, wills, that type of stuff. So, eh, it's going to be a little bit morbid, but I mean, it's something that's going to happen for all of us. So, uh, it's definitely something that we should talk about, right? So, um, here's the deal. Um, a lot of people, um, you know, when they're getting older, they, you know, have been told, you know, make sure to have a will. And that's decent advice, but we can do better. Um, what happens is when you or a loved one create a will, what you do is basically just a list of who gets what kind of thing, right? And upon you or that loved one's death, that will actually goes to the court system. Yeah, there's actually something called a probate court. And probate court basically is a judge and attorneys that take a look at this will and they interpret what it means. They decide who gets what. And they can actually go against your will. They can, you know, say, you know, because of, you know, these circumstances and you may not have been in your right mind or what, you know, whatever. I mean, basically it's, it's up to their discretion. They decide who gets what, how and when and how much. And I don't know if you know anything about the court system, but it is kind of expensive. So you're looking at thousands of dollars and time, which could be weeks or months. I mean, geez, I can't imagine trying to do deal with probate court right now during COVID. I mean, a lot of people are dying. Uh, I mean, they can't really run courts as they normally run them. I mean, they must be backed up for months. Um, so, you know, let's say you have a loved one passed away. You may not be able to get that estate settled, that situation settled for months, um, which is just crazy. You know what I mean? So you got to keep dealing with that and it's just very expensive. It's thousands of dollars. So as you can kind of see, I'm building up a pretty negative case for wills. Um, they just, you know, it's better than nothing, but if you're going to go through the time and the money to make a will, what you should do instead is create a living trust or a livable uh, or living revocable trust. Um, I mean, there's a bunch of different trusts um, out there. You know, there's land trust. There's there's just all kinds of different variations of trusts that one can make. Um, so first off, I'm going to say I'm not an attorney, not a CPA. This isn't like advice or anything like that. I I'm just a, a guy with the microphone. So what you want to do is you want to talk to a uh, an attorney that deals with this type of stuff, right? And they can create um, or go to LegalZoom if you want to do it cheaply. Uh, I don't know if I really suggest that. I mean, when it comes to legal stuff, I'd rather have somebody to sue than, you know, whoops, I messed up and now I've met, you know screwed myself out of thousands of dollars. So I'd rather have somebody else liable. Um, so I would pre I'd prefer to have a professional deal with that. But you would tell them, like, hey, listen, I want to start a living trust for my family. Or take in your loved one and say, hey, listen, we want to, you know, deal with a, a living trust. Um, and it basically what that situation would look like is you would gather up all the different assets, bank accounts, stocks, cars, houses, whatever it is that you own or this person owns. 
and you would say, okay, so we're gonna create a trust and we're gonna put all these things inside the trust. And one thing that you do as having a, um, a trust, um, you would, I mean, I, I guess, yeah. So you set up, you know, basically instead of having, instead of having an attorney or uh, the judge determine your will, you have a um, trustee. So for example, according to Investitopia here, a living trust is a legal document or trust created during an individual's lifetime where a designated person, the trustee, so this isn't an attorney, that's how you avoid all those fees and stuff, is given responsibility for managing that individual's assets for the benefit of the eventual beneficiary or beneficiaries. So that could be you and your five siblings or whatever. But a living trust, um, you know, and I'll even look here. It says the, uh, look at that. So the, um, the average cost of a revocable or irrevocable living trust is typically a thousand to three thousand dollars uh, per person. But um, the cost of probate could be anywhere from three thousand to five thousand dollars. So I mean, the will. I'm sure is cheaper. You know, it's probably only a couple hundred bucks or something like that to set up, but that guarantees you will go through probate. And it guarantees that the court is going to get their hands on this stuff. They're going to divvy out things the way they want to, you know, of course, taking the will into consideration. Um, they're going to take a bunch of money out of the, the estate. If anything needs to be sold and divvy up, they do all that stuff and they take their cut. So the living trust costs a little bit more. But if you have significant assets, it's definitely worth doing it. And of course, you know, if you're one of my listeners who's a little bit older, you know, 40, 50 plus, you know, you're going to start wanting to think about this thing as, as you have dependents, you know, your your partner, your, your kids, you know, grandkids, whatever it is. Um, you want to start thinking about this um, and, and getting that type of thing set up. Um, you know, just, just so it's not something you have to worry about. And, you know, with a, I believe it's a revocable trust, you can actually um, change that at any time. You know, let's say uh, somebody, um, you let them borrow your car and they total it and they uh, say, whoops, sorry, grandpa or dad, I, I can't pay for it. So, you know, sorry. And you say, okay, no problem. I'll just take it out of your uh, inheritance. And you can do that. You can change it. You could, you know, if you're going to give them $50,000, now it's $45,000 or $40,000, you know, whatever. So, I mean, yeah, you have complete control over that situation. Um, so, for example, what I did with my mom, um, so I'm just going to kind of tell you guys what I did. I don't think I'm going to get a living trust. Um, and here's the reason. It's because my mom, and as you guys know, I'm not, I don't come from any, any wealth. I don't come from uh, a family with, you know, a background of, of real estate and money and finances and investing, none of that stuff. My mom has such meager assets, no offense, mom, but it, it almost, it, it almost doesn't make sense. I mean, she has a beat up car. She has a mobile home. She has a 401k and a bank account. And I'm the beneficiary on her life insurance policy at work. So, I mean, I'm already on that one. So there's about five things that would go into this trust. <clears throat> but instead, what I've decided to do is it's a little bit more of a pain in the butt, but it's cheaper in the long run. 
um, and she just, you know, the amount of assets and the amount of money, it's just, you know, it's not really necessary to go through all this. But if you are somebody with some stuff, if you're talking $100,000 or more, it's worth the three grand just to get everything set up the right way. But what I'm going to do, or what I've done mostly, um, the first thing I did was I was listed as a beneficiary on my mom's 401k. So that'll be sent to me. I think it'll probably be rolled over into an IRA or, or maybe they'll just cut a check and send it to me. I don't know. I should probably look into that. Um, so that's her 401k. On her bank account, I've been listed as a joint account holder. So it's not even payable upon death or anything like that. Like I'm actively a part of the account right now. So it's even stronger than payable upon death. Like instead of cashing it out and sending me a check or whatever, I mean, the account just doesn't go away. It stays right, right where it's at and I have access to it and everything. So we've done that with her bank account stuff. When it comes to the car, what we need to do is, um, I believe on the back of the title, which I had to dig through a bunch of her stuff to find. Um, she has a, just mountains of garbage and, and just, you know, like a spare bedroom where all the clutter of like, you know, 50 years is put in, into a room. So I dig through all that stuff and I found uh, the vehicle registration. Um, so what we need to do is I believe we need to go to the DMV on the back of the title. There's like a sole survivorship type of thing where on the back of the title I can write my name and it's just witnessed or notarized by somebody at DMV or something like that. So that's probably going to happen after COVID. And then what I actually do need to do during COVID is I need to call a real estate attorney and I need to explain the situation uh, of my mom and her, her house that she has. And I need to determine what document needs to be created. So the not you know the deed's not taken the deed of the house isn't taken out of her name, but it's just I'm put on to the deed. Um, basically, what would happen if she passes away? It, it just it's it's also my property. So just like with the joint bank account, it's not it doesn't need to do anything. Um, I just take ownership, and then the, you know they would probably hit me with the property taxes kind of thing. Um, so it, it's, it's not that much work, you know, having a real estate attorney draft this up, you know, might be a couple hundred bucks as opposed to, you know, the 5,000, you know, the 500 to a thousand to three, potentially 3000 to create a living trust. So it's just a little bit cheaper, um, to do it this way. But if you, you know, do have some significant stuff, if you have, you know, a couple houses or a couple vehicles or some different type of bank accounts, um, and they're not comfortable putting you as a joint account holder. There's some different things you can do. Um, and of course, you know, you can just put all this in a trust and divvy it out how you want to. You know, for example, if I wasn't an only child, uh, you probably would want to create a living trust because my, you know, my mom wouldn't want to have both of us on this joint account. She can't name both of us as a, maybe she can name both of us as a beneficiary of a 401k. But yeah, you know, you don't want to put, you know, two or three kids on the, on the title to the house and on the car and everything because, you know, what, what's going to happen? You're just going to have to sell it and split up the, the profits or whatever. So, you know, because obviously three of us can't use the same car and three of us aren't going to live in the same house. So, it, you know, but since I'm the only child, there's, you know, it does nothing needs to happen with that stuff. I'm just going to kind of take that on when she passes away. So I just kind of wanted to tell you guys a little bit about living trust. You know, there's there's a whole bunch more information. I just wanted to explain kind of what I'm doing, the reason why I'm doing it, and the fact that it's very, very important to set this up as opposed to a will. Yes, a will is very easy. It's very cheap. But again, I'm telling you, it gives the court system a lot of leverage to do what, you know, do what they want, to take the time that they want. 
as you know the, basically the family is just waiting for them to do what the court system wants to do with this situation so if you want to have a little bit more control living trust it's definitely worth the money other than that you guys thank you so much for listening if you have any questions feel free to reach out to me uh, getting rich the hard way at gmail.com you can go to my website uh, get rich the hard feel free again if you guys are liking the content please share it with people who you think need to hear this stuff um, and of course if you want to support or contribute please do that um, other than that thank you guys so much for listening and talk to you later bye